News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. And good evening, everyone. My name is Edwin Lee Raymer. We welcome you. Hold on a minute. I can't hear myself. There we go. Is that a little better? Good. Okay. Ah, our guest tonight, in addition to Mr. Murfreesboro, my co-host, Bill Wilson, is here. Hello, Bill. How hey. are you? Hey, yeah. And your county, Rutherford County property assessor, Mr. Rob Mitchell's back with us. Rob, how are you? Doing great, doing great. If I Good. can figure out how to broadcast this show on Facebook now. <laughs> See, I've, got, I've got it up. I'm having technical yeah, like difficulties. We, uh, me, and, me and Bill, our, our, our typical line of that is give it to Dalton, okay? <laughs> Dalton, so, handle it. You were yeah. supposed to be here last week. But he here. was, but I messed it uh, up. No, it's okay. I messed it up. We had <laughs> Izzy right. on, and Izzy was walking across the uh, Do we know where country. Izzy is right now? Don't know where Izzy okay. is right now. We need now. to check into that. He go ahead, Dalton. I'll let you know before the end of the show. He was on earlier. He he called in to uh, to one of our other shows and was was sharing where he was. But I'll let you know before the before right. the show is over where okay. Izzy is. Where Izzy is. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'll tell you what. We're going to get started with Rob. And yes, I've talked to a bunch of you this week, and I know you've got some questions for Rob. Some of you may wish to call in, or you may <laughs> wish to text those in, and uh, you know. Please, no foul language, okay? Oh, we'll that's okay. We'll I'm the property assessor. I'm used to it. If I didn't have foul We're language, I wouldn't feel like I'm doing anything. That's all right. It's but for right Sunday. now, <laughs> I, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. A little step upper lip for you from ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450 at 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach all of us tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at area code 615-893-14. Five zero. That's six one five eight nine three one four five zero. That number's been the same for many years. You can also send us a text to that same number, and our producer, Mr. Dalton Barrett, is on the board. We'll be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. My co-host, Mr. Bill Wilson, of course, as you know, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. Our guest is Rob Mitchell, your Rutherford County property assessor. He's been with us a few times before, and we're glad to have him back. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet. At WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And then scroll over, or you can just see it'll say, Listen Live, and it'll, it'll get you right to it. And you can watch us on Facebook Live at the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also catch us on Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page. Watch us there as well. I'm sure my wife is watching on his page right now. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go. And listen whenever you wish. Angela Bingham, hello, we're talking to you. You said you would be listening. And I think uh, nearly got Robin some trouble earlier. So <laughs> go ahead, Dalton. You got something for us. I have figured out where Izzy is. Okay. He's in Lincolnsville, North Carolina. He, I thought he was going toward Mississippi River. Uh, that's, He's gotten a detour. <laughs> I guess so. 
that's but he's really going towards Washington. That's he's well, going. He, he started maybe? at the he started at the border, and I guess he's walked to Lincolnsville over there. Now, if you want we're to know not who talking about is. the Mexico border, yeah, you're talking, talking about, about the, yeah. the, the the South yeah. Carolina North Cherokee Carolina border. National. Okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Izzy is uh, in favor. He is in favor of term limits. Okay, and that's he's walking across the country. Uh, to show his opposition and support to our good friend Nick Tombalides, who's head of the U.S. Term Limits Organization out of Washington. And Nick has been with us a couple times before. I was introduced to him through Mr. Mike Sparks and was good enough to do that several years ago. And uh, it's, it's, it's a real thing. I mean, they have, a, they have an office in Washington, D.C., and uh, it's it slowly, 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 as everything does, as, you know, Mr. Mitchell, I'm sure, would tell you in government, sometimes those wheels move awfully slow. So, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Bill, you had some well, condolences to go out. To, yeah. Uh, the world lost a, uh, a good person, a great person, uh, Renee Smithson, who was 56. When I first started in real estate, she and Mary Alice Harvey were the ones that always uh, took me under their wing at right. Cobalt Banker Snow and Wall. And uh, she was the receptionist and answered the phones, and she was just always a sweetheart. But she passed away uh, this week apparently from a stroke and uh her uh services are tomorrow at the woodbury funeral home but she was an angel i'm sure i had met her along the way some time back but now Just i haven't unex- seen unexpected we never know i know only 56 only 56 yeah. and uh, but Man. our prayers go out to her family indeed smithson and, and uh, thomas family how are you doing? You get you getting ready to go with your new show June the sixth. Yeah, I believe? well, yeah, yeah. it's two, was it two Sundays from now? Uh, Thank, our first yeah. guest because is going to be Jim Lewis, the park ranger for uh, Stones River National Battlefield. Very good. And the reason we want to do that because I'm a big history buff like you, Rob, um, is that we all take for granted that when we're at the Avenue eating at Jonathan's or we're shopping at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. That at one time there was eighty thousand troops there. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. Uh, and at one time, at the end of eighteen sixty-two, the beginning of eighteen sixty-three, there was nearly eighty to ninety thousand people that lived here or camped out for about four or five days. Right. Here in Murfreesboro, we're going to talk about this significance. There's, there's well, there's a lot of people that have moved here. Right. That don't and know anything are, about the Battle of Murfreesboro. They drive down Old Nashville Highway. They don't they stop. They have no idea. But Jim's no. going. Uh, Jim's going. We're going to talk about that. And I encourage the uh, listeners to call in, uh, call into the station. He'll be answering questions. But I'm excited about that. Michael Lynn and I are excited about uh, having him on. I uh, would say that you know I do know for a fact. I was telling we were talking just a while ago uh, when I built my brother and sister in law's house out there. They, they sit over on Asbury Lane, mm-hmm. uh, Asbury Road and Asbury off Lane. Off Old National Highway. Off Old National Highway. And that was part of, there's people that have found, they would metal detect back there. They oh, yeah. found cannonballs and arrowheads and all of that, all of that stuff that, you know, and shot uh, bullets. Yeah, you know, mini balls. And, yeah, all that stuff. And it, it was the it, seventh deadliest battle of the war. It was, was. kind of like the beginning of the end of the South, right here in Murfreesboro. Okay. Well, that's a good segue. Speaking be, yeah. speaking of war and fighting, Rob, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How come our taxes are so high? Okay. Rob, why do you hate puppies? 
Have you ever had clean up after a puppy? <laughs> oh, you like you like okay. You, you like cats, better, uh, right? Rob, we will, ladies and gentlemen, we will gladly take your calls, and Rob will gladly take them, or your text with your questions. And uh, he is your county property assessor. What is your job? Let's go over this one more time. Oh, sure. We've done before. Um, the assessor of property is charged by the state constitution to locate identify list and appraise for property taxation purposes all real tangible and intangible property in rutherford county okay every piece of ground every building everything in layman's terms what is that in layman's terms (laughs) that's pretty much everything 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 that can be owned uh you can you can be charged with paying a property tax on now, of course, government does not pay a property tax. Churches don't pay a property That's tax. That's right. Okay. Y'all don't do the appraisals, do you? Uh, yeah. We, we appraise property for taxation purposes, which is different than a fee appraisal. A tax appraisal, typically, I've learned this in real estate, the, uh, the value is typically 20% more than whatever that tax appraisal is. Uh, is that, is not, that how? No. That's a misnomer. It's for taxation purposes – we are not loaning money on it. Right. Sure. Okay. You're setting the value. And, and we set a value as of an, a specific appraisal date, which the current values in Rutherford County were set on January 1st of 2018. So has the market changed since January 1st, <laughs> oh, 2018? Man. A little bit. It has. So the value for taxation purposes is frozen as of an appraisal date until the next uh, revaluation which will be january the first of 2022 now this is by law that's by law it's by statute we don't you don't get any complaints though do you oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure yeah you know when do when do you normally see complaints uh as soon as assessment notices go out, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah, yeah, it's Saturday and Sunday because I sure. check my I check my right. email at home at night right. and on week I've been on vacation this week for our thirty second anniversary, happy anniversary, happy oh, thank anniversary, you. And uh, to the wife as well. Uh, well, she's the one that deserves a, a yeah, well, <laughs> she she deserves a medal. Bill, let's, yeah, for uh, putting see up with me. <laughs> Congress to convene next week with a joint we'll get a proclamation. And your wife's we'll your wife's she. name is Kim. Kim, Kim, and issue Kim a medal. <laughs> we'll talk to Shane. Rudy. And while you're at it, get my wife one too, because if I make it to October, she'll be with me forty years. So. That's great. She's been locked up with me. National Medal of Honor. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to you both. Um, but uh, you, you, I mean, people do holler about their taxes. You know, none of none of us. We all wish we could live here for free. But you know, we were talking about this earlier, folks. All four of us guys that are at this station tonight. We got here by a very, a very good system. We drove on a road. I kind of like doing stuff like that. And it takes money to keep those roads, not only to do the initial paving, but to maintain a road system. Mm-hmm. And with traffic lights and stop signs and all of that. And I get to see even a police car and an ambulance every once in a while passing up down the road. I kind of like things like that, you know. And people tend to think that just comes, well, yeah. you know. It doesn't. No, there, there's a cost associated with everything, and in in the we, in in Western civilization, what we do is is we determine uh, how we're going to pay for government by by the property tax. 
Sure. You, you could do it so you could have an income tax, and everybody has to pay something with their income. But That's right. They'll they'll hide what they make. Sure, they will. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and there'll be corruption. It's really kind of hard to hide a house. <laughs> you know, or an acre no, ground, or whatever. It's, it's not here. You don't see it. It's the other way. You know? Something called meets and bounds. Right? You know. Yeah. You know. So, so, so it's it's fairly simple. Uh, you own something, then there's going to be a tax associated with it, and it's going to go to pay for your government services. Right. And, okay. And everybody everybody pays, and everybody will always pay. That's exactly right. Pay to stay. Right. Yeah. Now we're going to go. We're going to have Rob with us for the balance of the hour. He's agreed to stay with us, and I want to go to our first series of breaks. Dalton, if you'll take us there and cut those mics off, please. I want to welcome aboard a new sponsor to our show, Michelle Blaylock Hauser. It's agreed to come aboard with Hauser and Associates Law Family Law Firm. They take care of child custody, divorce, parenting agreements, uh, mediation. You name it, they do it. Now, her address is fifteen hundred Medical Center Parkway. Suite 3A-1, right here in Murfreesboro. That's out in the Gateway area. And she's right over there behind the fountains, okay? And uh, you can reach her at 615-801-8602. That's 615-801-8602. Or at www.boroughfamilylegal.com. That's boroughfamilylegal.com. That's Hauser & Associates Family Law. They deal with all of it. She's dealt with it for years, and that's specifically what she has dedicated herself to doing is family law. So uh, if, unfortunately, you've reached that point that you need a, uh, need an attorney, I highly recommend her. I've served papers for her for years. Give her a call. That's at 615-801-8602. New sponsor, Hauser & Associates Law, Family Law. Back with you right after this. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parts Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. 
The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we're back with you. And also want to welcome another new sponsor. I want you to welcome and Rob. I think you're familiar with these people. Complete Yard Care, Lawn Design. We do it all: lawn maintenance, landscape design, retaining walls, tree tree removal, stump grinding. Of course, lawns cut, mulching, landscaping. You got it. Give them a call at 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. And you can go to their website at completeyardcare.com. That's five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. Everything you need, any type of lawn maintenance or landscaping, and again, retaining walls. He's doing those now. And that's 615-785-0384 or completeyardcaretn.com. Okay. And Rob, you know those people? Yeah, he actually did a retaining wall for me. Oh, he did? Yeah. How did it work out? Pretty good? It's still retaining. <laughs> I thought you... Not a retainer, but so retainer. The, the fellow might have put you on a retainer. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, I guess you are. <laughs> Rob Mitchell's with us. Bill, you had a, well, a golf tournament. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to a friend of mine, Wayne Buckingham. He's been on the show before. He does a, a golf it's a celebrity golf term every year. It's going to be at Willowbrook. And if y'all remember, Otis Nixon, who played for the Atlanta Braves, he's the, the actual host of this uh, event. It's going to be on July the 10th at Willowbrook. And there's other celebrity uh, people like Quincy Carter, who played for the Cowboys, played at the University of Georgia. Donnell Woodford, who, uh, who played for the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. Uh, Venus Lacey, who played in the WNBA. Dwight Stone, who played at MTSU and played 14 years in the NFL, was a Steeler. Jermaine Jones, who played for the Charlotte Bobcats. Harold Johnson, who played the the Clippers. And Jahidi White, who played for the Phoenix Suns. So that's going to be on uh, July the 10th. It's on a Saturday. July the 10th. And I'll be posting stuff on there. But Otis is going to be greeting people. Otis Nixon. Good deal. Okay. And we wish them the very best with that event. Uh, Rob Mitchell is our guest. As you know, Rob is Rutherford County property assessor, doing a fine job up there, him and the entire staff. And I know some of those people personally have known uh, known Russell Key, for example, who works with you and known him for many years. He's been a good friend of our families. Um, Rob, how much uh, – the, the, the situation – and this, was, folks, was the main reason I asked Rob here. 
As everyone knows, there's no secret, if you've got a TV in your house, you watch national news, they're about to have a war down there over property tax. Uh, well, they're already in the midst of a war, really. And I wanted to ask Rob, how long do we get to the point where this is what we come to? How do we avoid this? Because we're growing. We're looking at another 250, 300,000 people here by 2035. And it takes a long time for the wheels to catch up. Talking about growth pace for itself, well, it does. But as you said earlier, we were talking, it takes, it takes a long time. Explain that scenario to us. And how do we avoid this? Or is it, is it unavoidable? Well, um, yeah, that's a great question. I think it all comes down to well, we were talking about about growth, right? Um, we just built a large high school, okay, Rockvale, in, in Rockvale, Rockvale. Right. beautiful school, mm-hmm. and oh, it's a tremendous school, and and it was needed. Yes, uh, if the school population is around two thousand, okay, and if we make an assumption that it is going to be about two thousand homes, okay. And if the median home price is between two hundred and fifty and two hundred and eighty thousand, twenty-five percent of that's assessed for taxes. About seventy-five percent of those taxes go to cover schools, and the capital project for schools would be probably somewhere around of that seventy-five percent maybe 40%. So if you take the property taxes on those homes and adjust them for inflation, it would take 40 years for the taxes to pay for the construction cost of that school. Right. That's the numbers. Now, does that count as if that was just like an $84 million loan? Is that about what it cost to build that school? Was it about $84 million, Mm -hmm. I think? So... That's uh, it's it's that, done. Yeah. It does pay, but it takes it takes more than forty, 40 years. years. Now that yeah. doesn't that, that average, doesn't include the cost of the to hire teachers. That's right. Can you tell th- me something? Where can you find a home for two hundred fifty thousand dollars? I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna that's say it's more too. than I mean, that. that. I'm not ba- trying to that's, correct you. That, that's saying. based on the median price, right? Because we have okay. some we have some homes that are are less than that. But the you know when I was doing these calculations between two hundred and sixty and two hundred eighty was your median was the, was the median price for for assessment purposes. Okay. Sure. Okay. So I mean those those are the numbers right there. I mean it's it's not sexy. It yeah. has nothing to do with emotional hot button issues that people get inflamed about. This I know. Is, yeah. This is just people. This is more important than the name of the street. This yeah. is more important than uh, any resolution that is going to be passed by the legislature. Right. Because this comes out of your wallet every single year. If you're on a mortgage payment, if you if you have a mortgage payment and you're escrowing your funds, this comes out of your pocket every single month. Right. And it will come out until, you're, until, until you're you no longer course. own the home anymore. Right. Right. I mean, this is this is a cost that will always be there. If you don't pay attention to what is actually being spent, then shame on you. Now, shame on us for not being more transparent. Uh, folks, I, I believe that you have a right 
to know where every penny of your tax dollars is being spent. I believe you should demand that from your your council people, from your county commissioners. If they take money from you, you have the right to know where that money is being spent. And before they spend it, you should have a voice in how it's going to be spent. So uh, I believe transparency is one of the most important things for local government. I know you believe that. Uh, You really do. I do in in every fiber of my being. I've been frustrated personally by not being able to give more to the citizens. But my hands are tied by the county commission's restraints on my budget. Uh, And in some cases, state law. What's an example of transparency just with y'all's department? Give me an example of that. In, in my office, you can look up the property value of any property in Rutherford County. Sure. Uh, all you have to do is know the address or know the name of the party that you're going to look at it. Uh, in my office, we post our budget online, and we update it every month to show you exactly how much we've spent. Right. You should be able to do that with every office in the county. It's not it, always like that, though. We're the only office in the state of Tennessee that does it. Mm-hmm. And there are offices around the country, around other states, that, that still don't have that capability. No, they don't. They don't do it. We may have them right here in the state of Tennessee as well. You know, uh, I want to say to Roger, to Brenda, to Stu, and to Linda, Wade and Tommy, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you. I really do. And Judy and Ken Berger are listening, too. Judy and Ken are. Uh-huh. Catherine Beatty. Yeah. Catherine. Hello, Catherine. You. Uh, we appreciate all of you listening. We appreciate your... Uh, support of this this broadcast sure call or text uh send in some questions if you have it nothing is off the board yeah uh, he'll take your question i'll That's take any here. question about any topic uh i probably shouldn't i've been told i got a that, question for you yeah <laughs> let's talk about the history stuff because you and i are big history but yeah. what can somebody do they're downtown murfreesboro they find a it could be a commercial building it could be a building that was built but you have to do some research before you can get this tax break tell us how that works if i find a a building on the square it's built in 1875 i come to you and say i want to put a business down and maybe live upstairs is that possible i mean to get the tax break or does it have to be oh no i mean how how you use it is immaterial for the tax break. It's all based on restoration. Uh, and, and what Bill's talking You're about, talking about the historical. is, is a I historic cool. property tax yeah. break. Elaborate uh, on it's, that. A, it's a tax abatement. So if, if you find a property that is at least 75 years old or something, if it's less than 75 years old, some historical event that make it noteworthy happen there. Right. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe a president was came to town and stayed in that home and did something that was notable in there as far as right. signing a bill or something. That would make that a historic event. Well, what you do is you come to the historic abatement board at the county. You make your case for it. You provide documentation on what you want to do for restoration and preservation. Uh, they'll look at your plan. If it's approved, you follow it. Then what? They'll call my office. We'll go out and we'll do an appraisal on it of exactly what the property is now unimproved and then a year and, from now or, and and that's that's locked in that becomes the base that value on the structure itself will not change for at least 10 
possibly 15 years. So that's ex- that's an extraordinary in an increasing market where the value of property is increasing uh, between 20 and 30 percent. Appreciations, yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, that's that's locking in a value. That is a bargain. That is a bargain anywhere, but especially in Middle Tennessee when you have people that are coming from all over the country. California. California. <laughs> they're coming from Texas. Uh, they're coming from Florida, the Northeast, New York. Do you have? Do we have a cap for senior citizens? To where, like, when you get to a certain age, your taxes on your home cannot if, go. If you're higher. over the age of 65, the trustee has two programs. One is senior tax freeze, and the other right. is is tax relief. Okay. Uh, tax relief and tax freeze are income based. Okay. So if you're in, uh, if you're over 65 and you make less than, I believe your household income is less than forty-two thousand dollars a year. Right. Then you qualify to have your taxes that you pay frozen. Uh, Mr. Ted Beatty administers that program and he does a tremendous job with it. Yeah. Now that's not not counting your assets. Your home may be worth half a million dollars. Yeah. But the, the income. It's okay. it's based on income, and you know there, there's no great way to get around it because there are some folks that uh, they run a business, and sure. the business owns their home, right? Uh, and they what they show is their their income is just whatever they're collecting on Social Security. Very good. We've got a call for you, Rob. Yes, Caller, you're on the line. Go ahead, please. Yes, sir. Hey, man, Lee, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine, Jeff. Good I, to hear I just from you. To ask, I want to ask Mr. Mitchell. Well, Mr. Mitchell, I'm sure you know. Um, this week they're going to have spring fling here in the county. It's a big sporting event, high school event. We're going to have, a, of course, a lot of visitors in town, you know, staying over. Some of them, you know, different kind of things. But I just wanted to ask you when I know we, I know uh, Mr. Wilson was talking about having the guy on the battlefield. And I know people. I know I met a guy one time. It's been several years ago now, and uh, I told him I was from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And, and, and the first thing he told me about Murfreesboro, he said, "You mean that's where that battlefield is? That's, that's right. River." Right. I said, yeah, that's yeah, where it is. He said he said he always wanted to come down here and see it, you know. So I think, I don't know if he ever did, but he said he always wanted to come down here and see it. So I just want to ask you, we have these events in Murfreesboro, like these, you know, we have sporting events, of course, high school events, different things. Of course, the tourist things, we have Oakland's Mansion, different things people see. Because um, I know one time somebody at the chamber said he, they always like people like that because they come in and you know, spend their dollars at the hotels and restaurants. Right. And they, they, they take their car and get out of town. We ain't got to pay for nothing for them. They got to have no taxes. All of a sudden, stuff pays the. We ain't got to pay anything for their to educate their kids or whatever. He was talking about doing such and such. So, how, how does that help as far as like uh, you know, uh, I guess the tax you know, property tax. Y'all talking about Nashville, different other places. Of course, y'all also don't get that way here. But how does that help as far as keeping the tax, keeping the taxes down, or does that keep taxes down? And I'll just hang up, listen to your. Thanks, I mean, Jim. I enjoy y'all show. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate appreciate Jeff's support of this. Oh yeah. Um, uh, there is a lot of money that comes with spring fling. There, but now, there is. There is. And thanks for calling, t- Jeff. I really dollars. appreciate that. Tourism dollars. Uh, tourism. Right. All right. Here's the here's the trick. Sales tax dollars, tourism dollars, that's gravy. That's gravy money. Sure it is. On the top. Um, right. And there's, and there's a lot of it. Uh, 32% of Rutherford County's budget is paid for with the property tax. Now... Why is that important? Well, when it comes to schools, I'm sure that, uh, that Jeff, you've heard of the Better Education Program, the BEP program, all right? There's a maintenance of effort that is required every county to show that they are paying at least 
the, they're funding the school system at least the same amount that they did the prior year. The only way they can prove that they're funding at that level is through the property tax because it's the only tax that is guaranteed. Now, they can show a percentage of sales tax going toward it, but sales tax is never guaranteed. It's always an estimate on future income. You can guess pretty close based on past history, but you cannot guarantee it. So in Davidson County, for instance, 54% of their budget comes from the property tax. And therein lies part and of the problem. And that's where the problem is. Right. And, and why is so much of that coming in through the property tax? It's because they have given away through the Industrial Development Board and through TIFs, which is tax incremental financing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They right. have given away the property tax dollars in exchange for something else called jobs but they, they, they say they're going to get these jobs they, but you know not always that, right and so and and not all industrial development programs are bad some of them are very good but it's like chocolate if you eat too much of it <laughs> it is not good for you in right. moderation and well thought out it's it's wonderful but if all you do is gorge on chocolate, you will get sick. It's not good for your system. Like Forrest Gump. Yeah, and over and over reliance. <laughs> well, and it's like I've it. said about you know, they had the same comparison, the same analogy with big churches. So just because you know, some of them having ten, twelve, fifteen thousand members, and I heard a preacher say this once, said it's like a six hundred pound man. He may be big, but he's not healthy. And I think Nashville's got a dose of that, and I think you've explained already just in one statement what a big part of their problem is. It and is. it's coming from their property tax. And, yes, some of those programs – well, I'll tell you, that what we're talking about, folks, of course, is, is tax incentives to major companies. Right. right. And you have Amazon. a situation out in California, and I think – and I'll stand corrected on this – I think it was the owner of the Los Angeles Rams – uh, when they brought them back out to Los Angeles, they've been all over the place. They've yeah. been to Indiana and everywhere else. But they brought them back um, uh, to uh, Los Angeles, and he wants – and this guy's a billionaire. said, I want a new stadium. wants the city to pay for it. They right. said – basically what they said is, George, we can't do it. You know, we've reached the – this is Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where everything is, you know – but they said, no, we can't. He said, forget it. I'll build it myself. He did. It is a magnificent it's like facility. Two, two billion or two or three billion dollars, maybe more. I forget. I forget what he's worth. He can certainly afford it. That is fine with me. He owns it. He has the keys to it. He gets the advertising revenue. He gets the concessions. He gets. Hey, he owns the team. You know, I don't have a problem with that. You want to talk about free enterprise, and big business is that. That's big business now. He's free to charge ticket prices. I'm sure the NFL has some stipulations on that as well. But, I mean, it costs a lot of money to go to an NFL game. If you're mm-hmm. going to take you know, yeah. a family of four to go to an NFL it's game. A few hundred dollars, yeah. Yes, it would. And, but, uh, but that's one situation where the city said, we, we can't do it. And they finally put their foot down. And I, I applaud them. I, I think it was Los Angeles. But now I'll stand corrected. I, you know, but it won, I thought won you were going to bring up. The Amazon is it Bezos doesn't pay right. any taxes or uh, he gets the tax breaks, but uh, right, and he's worth like two hundred billion dollars. You know? Yeah, if you got if if you have enough money, then you can hire appropriate 
accountants. It's called loopholes. You, you right. can structure it. <laughs> sure, you can. Uh, you know what? What has happened in 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 many counties, and we're we're probably approaching the the pain threshold soon. Okay. Uh, in in the equalization process, th- this is how it, it it works. And I hope everybody's listening. And please call in if you have a question with how this works, because this is really important. It's all based on the median value of of a home. So if the median value of a home is now, and I'm just guessing this sure. is, this is not a number. This is just for sure. illustration purposes. If it's three hundred thousand right. dollars, that's, that's exactly median, what I was thinking. If, if that's the median level of a home, and if the previous median level was two hundred and fifty thousand, then the median increase was was calculable. Okay, if the median increase for the county was thirty percent, and a property that's maybe a million dollar property it went up and it went up a lot of dollars but as a percentage increase maybe it only went up 20 percent their value went up they'll actually pay less in real property taxes when everything is equalized okay somebody that has a hundred thousand dollar house and their value goes up fifty thousand it will have exceeded the increase, the median increase, so they'll actually pay more wow. in property taxes. Now, where this is, where this really gets irritating, and, and and it's difficult to convey this. You you will have these corporations that hire attorneys that will come in, and what they will do right. it is it is legitimate. There's nothing illegal. illegal about it. That's right. They will they will appeal their value. Sure. Even though the taxes that they pay are going down, they will have an attorney come in and will argue Debate for it. a lower price. Yeah. Sure. They say, our value is not worth that. They will bring in MAIs, which are it's like having a master's degree in appraisal. Right. And mm-hmm. they'll bring in their attorneys. They'll go to a, an administrative law judge after they've appealed at the local level. The administrative judge will almost always, 95% of the time, will give some concession to the taxpayer and that's what what they keep in their pocket that's that's so even though they're paying less in taxes right they get their value lowered so they're paying now under the levelized equalized value and what that does is it shifts the tax burden onto every other taxpayer john q public that's it that's the regular guys that's us so When you have these big million dollar, twenty million dollar, thirty million dollar, hundred million dollar skyscrapers right. in downtown Nashville, right? They're going up left and right. That have, they'll be appealed. They'll be appealed as soon as the values equalize. They will get a concession that shifts the tax burden, the real tax burden, onto the single family residential Taxpayer. property owners that are out there and those are the ones that are saying you're not lowering my taxes i just paid more mm-hmm. right yeah. and and it is part of the system the only way to get around that and gosh darn it i don't want to see that happen to rutherford county because i love rutherford county the heart of tennessee it's right there right uh i believe it i live it we need to do a better job of explaining to the citizens how the system works 
how their tax dollars are being spent and find a way to involve more people in the decisions that are being made not not silly it's not a silly decision there are a lot of silly decisions that are made uh, but we need to do more making real choices it's like folks that's because, why yeah. that's why he's here tonight that's why he's here this man because I see you're posting on social media and you study this I mean this is your job this is what you do now okay yep. and He's very good at it. Now, I'm just going to tell you folks out of school, he probably wouldn't want me to tell you this, but there are other assessors that call him for advice. There are city councilmen that call this man for advice from other counties. What are you doing? How is this done? What? How can, how can we take advantage of this? How can we you know, help our citizens? There are people that do care. Yep. There are county commissioners and city, city councilmen that do care about their, their towns, large or small. They do. And he's good. And, You're good at how things work. You know yeah. how things work. And that's what you were just talking about is right. discussions like we're having tonight about how things work in layman terms where, so people understand. Right. Because people think of taxes like, oh, you're going to raise my taxes. Well, Cooper down in Nashville, Mayor Cooper, I'm not saying he's a one-termer or a two-termer right. yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I'm saying that gentleman got hit hard with the, the covid uh, the bombing. Uh, I don't even know why we're talking about this, but the, I know. The, they're yeah. they're ready to. They were ready to throw him out of there. Well, and, yeah. and that's that's the thing. You can't blame an elected official for things like that. That's like I said over this COVID stuff. Of all of our mayors and all of our, our governors across the state, I think they've done about as good a job as you could have done. What would you have done, Bill? I don't know what I'd have done. I'd have said, I don't know. You better talk to a doctor about this thing. I don't. Well, the know. good news you know. is, I think, and I'm not the Lord, I think that uh, we're coming out of it. I mean, the, as far, I'm not saying the financial part, but the uh, the disease that Well, but that brings up, wait a minute, you bring up a good point. Tell us about the revenues for the past year. Right. Revenues are up. How much? Uh, latest numbers from the Department of Revenue, the statewide, they're, they're over projections by about $600 million. So that, for the state, so the, for co- the state. COVID didn't. If anything, it may have. I'm not saying it. Yeah. Nobody. Stimu- I for stimulus some checks for from s- the federal government have been spent. Sales tax revenue is up. Sales tax revenue is up locally over last year, and last year it was up over the prior year. People are spending. It, well, People it, are, are churches money. too are giving more money. I know where I go, attend church that the uh, offering has gone up. Right. That's good. Somehow, you know, without old-fashioned offerings, pass the plate. But now, with, with the uh, internet and links where you can donate money, makes it a whole lot easier. Well, and people, people do tend to to help. You know, uh, I put a little extra in. You know, well, because well, yeah, my point was we didn't, know. we haven't passed the plate in a year, but our right. offering has gone up, which shows you. Mankind's not always bad. I mean, we're we're good people. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, or whatever. We're all have the same wants and needs. But uh, you know, now that that revenue number right there shows me, you know, some businesses doing doing pretty good out there. Oh yeah. I mean, right. I you, you told me that over the phone. I, I'm glad I was sitting down. I couldn't believe it because I yeah. figured we'd had we'd have been at least maybe even or. Maybe even a little ahead, but maybe even a little under is what I'd count on. And you six hundred million dollars—that's a lot of lettuce. 
That's a lot. And, and Rutherford cheese. County has grown. Uh, we'll be getting a new uh, right. a new state representative seat. Right. It'll be in the north part of the county. It'll be Laverne, part of Smyrna, and come down to Walter Hill. Right. Yep. So, and that's based on 69,000 people. What about a congressman? Have you heard that we may get another congressional district? I don't think Tennessee grew enough to get another congressional district. I'm thinking just Rutherford County. Well, I know we're talking, uh, I know Michelle was on a couple of weeks ago, uh, Michelle Hauser, and there is talk where they're going to have to put on another, in our, in our county, there's talk another general sessions, sessions judge because, uh, well, they've been behind on cases because of COVID. They basically shut the whole court system down, and they're all slammed right now, and everybody's wanting to, to get this stuff out of the way, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Um, okay. Um, let me ask you about sales tax, and I know that's not your forte. I have heard that every bit of sales tax except one-half percent is a temporary tax. Do you know if that's true or not? I'm talking about sales tax now. Don't not, not Say sure. that again, Ed. Every bit, because our sales tax is roughly 10%. It's almost 10%. That every bit of that tax, except one half percent, is a temporary tax. Temporary to who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, let me hear the source, Ed. Well, Reader's I, Digest. I, uh, no, okay. <laughs> the, no, no, I forget. Uh, uh, I forget. I had heard. Well, that. well I, w- I will tell you this: state government used to be funded primarily through a state property tax. Right. And we had a state property tax and no sales tax up until 1946. And in 1946, they set the state property tax rate to zero, and then they came in with, I think it was a 4% sales tax. Hmm. Now, the 4% sales tax is there. Now, I think that's the state portion, and then there was county options that you could add into it. Sure. So everything has gone up to the point now that the maximum opt-in is i think two and a half percent or 2.75 percent out of 10 cents goes to the local government and the rest goes to the state okay but that was in exchange for not having a property tax now if you follow numbers, and I don't believe there's any coincidences anywhere, there sure. are numbers uh, that have come out from from the state saying that there is a need for infrastructure, roads, bridges, schools, infrastructure projects mm-hmm. in, at the cost of um, – I used to have the number right off the tip of my head, but it, it's, it's in the trillions of dollars. Right. I took the assessment, the assessed value of all property in the state of Tennessee, and I put one penny on it, one cent. It came out to almost exactly the amount of money that is out there that the state says they need to pay for these needed infrastructure. Like we're talking about a bridge down in... uh, Crossing the Mississippi. Mississippi. There's a crack. The DeSoto Bridge. So, folks... Please, I'm serious. This is serious. The state state sales tax is here. We have it. The state property tax is real. Listen to what is being said, because what is being said 
will always lead you toward the real truth if you look for it. There are no coincidences when it comes to tax dollars and when it comes to government. They, they have to tell you to justify the expenditure. They're gonna, they will have to justify their increased expenditures. This is a quick way for them to pay it. So if you don't mind paying an extra penny per $100 of your assessed value, that's fine. The structure's already in place. The trustee will collect it. It'll be turned over to the commissioner of revenue, and the state will spend it. But you have to be aware that it is there and it is real. Oh, every fall I go in, Mr. Beatty greets me with a big smile. He's happy to see you, Ed. <laughs> happy to see you. Ted. Thanks, yeah. Rob. I appreciate you. That love letter you sent the other day, too. Uh, <laughs> all part of it. We're going to go to our, our last break and thank Rob again. Rob, thank you for coming up to do this. And uh, check out our new sponsor if you have to. Hopefully you don't. Hauser & Associates Family Law. They take care of family law, child custody, divorce, parenting agreements. Their address, they're out, she's out at the, uh, uh, the fountains, out in the Gateway area, 1500 Medical Center, Par- Medical Center Parkway, out by the skating rink, okay? Phone, 615-801-8602. That's 615-801-8602. She is in Suite 3A-1, right here in Murfreesboro. Now, you can also go to their website at Borough Family Legal. Dot com. That's BoroughFamilyLegal.com. That's Hauser & Associates Family Law, 615-801-8602. We appreciate them coming on as one of our sponsors. We'll be back with you in about three minutes. Stay with us, folks. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. 
They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Glad to be back with you. Rob Mitchell's our guest. I want to make welcome once again another one of our newest sponsors. Rob, you know these people personally. Complete Yard Care. Lawn maintenance. We do it all. Lawn maintenance, landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut, of course, mulching, and landscaping. You can give them a call at 615-785-0384. That's 615-785-0384. Or you can check out his website at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star rating on Google. And, Rob, you say you know those people. Well, I'll tell you right now. I have a two-and-a-third-acre yard with a a pond in the back and multiple trees. They can have the yard cut, weed-eat, and blown the sidewalks in less in 20 minutes wow what? yeah bush they, got, uh, they are they are booking it so well and the, the thing is um uh in some places in all the services this this is true it takes longer to get the equipment off the trailer than it does to do the yard <laughs> i mean it's unbelievable yeah. they are fat and they do a good job they don't just go in and skin it i mean it's it's get some goats you can get some here. goats yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I I got a question. Oh yes, the VA. I've golf heard course. through the grapevine that the VA golf course. I've heard it saying they might be closing. So if anybody has any information, uh, yeah, we'd reach like to know about to, that. I've heard that before. Here. And a lot of people have played the VA uh, golf the course. Rob, you, know, you don't play golf, do you? Or, it's where a lot of people start. It's where a lot of people start. I started there. Right. I uh, had a hole in one there too. Did uh, you see Phil Mickelson today? Phil. Isn't that something? He, I was just so afraid he was going to uh, <laughs> choke, and he didn't. I'll tell you what. That must be a tough course. He's 50 or 50. He's 50. He's the, he was the, el- the oldest. The oldest to ever win. To ever win a, a major. Yeah. 50 years old. And so. Kepka came in second. Brooks Kepka. Yeah. But and, uh, Phil's finesse. He's but chipped I watched and him yesterday, and I don't watch golf normally. I really don't. Uh, but uh, had the TV on. I thought, man, he's having some trouble out there. I mean, but it wasn't only just Phil Mixon. All the golfers were. But you've constantly got a wind off that ocean out there. It's built on, practically on the Is beach. Pebble I beach? know. No, well, no, uh, it's, it's in I South it, Carolina. I thought it was Hawaii. I was like, Meredith, they're playing in Hawaii. No, it's Kiwi. It's it's an island over close to uh, Hilton Head, South uh, Carolina. Kiwa. 
Kiwa. That's there you it. go. And I right. thought it was yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, uh, they say, and they said the ocean air and the salt, salt oh, it was water windy. Region, it affects the greens differently than they do in other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. The, the greens are a little slower, and the, and the golfers had a little, the guys had a little trouble getting used to it. It's right know? there on the coast. But I was just impressed with his acceptance of the award and his how humble he is. And it's just cool really, under pressure, too. He sure if, is. He was, I'm telling had his sunglasses on. You would, you would never think he was, you know, he had a bad shot or had a good shot. He was, uh, you'll never know. He's really a class act. All right. And Rob, again, thank you for agreeing to do this. I appreciate it when you come up. You really do. You bring a lot of good information. Um, What's going on up at the office? What, up at your office? Tell us what, anything happening? Oh, we're getting ready for uh, County Board of Equalization starting June first. So if you you believe that your your property your current property value is too high and and it's below market value, then bring it up to our office and you can meet with the Board of Equalization, which are people that are appointed by the county commission they're just regular people off the street right that have agreed to serve uh make sure that you you bring your information on the market and about your home and why you believe that the value on your home is incorrect and they will review it and they have the authority by statute if to make sure that the property is at market value now the, the danger, I've never seen it done, but they do have the authority to do it. If if they have someone come in and they say, my home isn't work, worth this much. Do they go out and look at it? We have images okay. that, right. that they can look mm-hmm. at, and uh, we'll have photographs of the property. Or it, The burden is on the homeowner to bring it in. The assessor's numbers are presumed to be correct. Right. So the burden of proof after an equal, uh, on a challenge of value the burden lies with the property owner and and sometimes and, you do get it wrong i mean hey, I if, understand we, that, if, if we if you know if there's a mistake our, our job isn't really right. i tell i tell my people the job is not to defend the value the job is to get the correct value on there right and yeah. it is the the job of the property owner if there's something wrong to bring it to our attention that there has been an error right made. now I will tell you that there were some issues with our website. Uh, County OIT designed our website eight years ago, and we're running a tremendous amount of data through it. And there were issues with with the way it's designed to pull up information on square footage. So in some instances, it would double the square footage on a property. Mm. Just on what it was showing, it wasn't changing the value. It was just... Whoopsie-daisy. Changing the square footage. So when people looked at it, they said, well, wow, my home isn't isn't this large, so the value that's on here here should be much less. It seems right, but you've got the the square footage wrong. Right. On our system in the office, that wasn't the case. It was just the way it was pulling the information and pushing it to the public that was the issue. There there wasn't anything wrong with, with except the software that was being used in the process to pull it out and display it it's eight years old folks we need to update it uh, what basically what what you're asking is people need to go check their property value they I mean, need to get involved right uh, i mean it's your home people or your business or whatever and I, listen to what the man's saying he's doing you a favor well the first I mean, thing we do like if i go to the list of houses we have it professionally measured 
Mm-hmm. And that's something. Yeah, it's this good stuff, oh, it's about 74 feet across there. And oh, it's probably yeah. about 30 feet deep. You know, I mean, you can do that if you're out of yeah. the car. That's fine. But, yeah. you know, you know, real estate people that use our numbers, and there are people out there that do that, not Bill, but they'll yeah, look at our numbers. Know. Our numbers are just for assessment, and we are conservative. We measure from the exterior, and we round down because we're not out there to gig anybody. Sure. All right. Rob Mitchell's been with us. Thank you. Got to go. Thanks, Bill, Rob. talk to you next week. Thank you. Have a good week, folks. Bye-bye.